0: Welcome to season 2 of Do Good and Do Well. My name is Sarah Fox and I'm a life and leadership coach and founder of the Do Good and Do Well community. And this is a podcast where we explore how to be a change maker without losing yourself. Let's get to it. Hi everyone and welcome to today's episode. How are you today? In this episode, I am sharing with you some thoughts on comparing ourselves to others comparisonitis and the potentially quite negative impact that that can have on us and how we feel, our well-being and whether we achieve our goals or not. I've just had the last session with my group of fledgling coaches, programme called Taking the Leap. Every session I share some of my learning from the previous 18 months. One of the things I noticed is that I hadn't talked about comparing myself to others and actually that's quite a big piece and something that I've had to really work on because it shows up quite a lot for me And so I wanted to share a little bit about that with you and also if it is having a negative impact on you, some of the practical things that you might do to relieve some of the energy that's being taken on comparing yourself to others. I think I have a kind of Olympic ability for comparing and I've always done it. When I was preparing for this, I was thinking about where did it start to show up and was there a particular time? And I I think it definitely started at school. It started, I think, when I started to notice my body. I think that was the first thing. And it kind of just carried on, really. And, you know, I still struggle with it. When I was younger, thinking, oh, all those girls, particularly girls, cleverer than me, prettier than me, slimmer than me, oh they're better with words, they're more artistic, they're more sporty, they're more athletic and I think part of that was going from a junior school where I felt pretty empowered and good about myself. A lot of the stuff I was doing was validated by the teachers and I was always one of the members of the class, and then going to a grammar school and suddenly being amongst what I perceived to be these amazingly beautiful, clever girls who seem to have it so easy, who seem to just get stuff. And it's that comparing, comparing myself to others and then getting into that judgment mode. Boy, would I judge people as well as myself. Perhaps in my early 20s, my late 20s, I became less judgmental of others. I think that was partly through the work that I was doing and and really observing the lives of others and understanding the world a little bit more. But I think starting my own business has been an interesting one because I've had to put myself out there and I am just me. I don't have a team at the moment. So it's easy to get stuck in that... Oh, well, I should be at this stage by now. Or, oh, look at that coach over there. She's doing really well. One of the reasons I did the photography shoot with Rebecca Douglas, who I'm having on the podcast in September, and I'm really excited about that, is because I wanted to focus less on what I wasn't and instead focus more on what I was. So when I lost a bit of that comparison of others... And when I stopped judging them, and when I stopped judging myself a bit more, it was much easier to do that. It was much easier to just go and have fun on that photo shoot. And I love my photos. I'm sure that many of you listening, lots of this will resonate. You'll have a different story. This is such human nature And it's not a Sarah thing. It's not a you thing. It's human nature to compare ourselves to others. We are social beings. And there's some research out there that says actually comparing might be a good thing because it can be very motivating so we look at someone and we think wow look at them I'd love to be like that oh if they can do it I'm going to follow what they're doing because that's brilliant you can see someone's path and you can say I'd love to get to that point but I'm going to do it in my own way and perhaps there's a sort of rational comparing of well that's interesting that they got to that point I wonder how they did that I wonder how they did that and is there anything that I can learn from and it's a reframe isn't it it's rather than oh look at them what if they're doing that that means that I'm not good enough it's whoa look at them what can I learn from that it's hard work because often we get so heavy and we get stuck And we make ourselves small. So we begin to play those old stories. We begin to get into that loop of that particular narrative that we have about ourselves. Those limiting beliefs. I'm not good enough. I could never do that. And what's the point? What's the point? I'm not clever enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not slim enough. I don't have enough money. It's easy for them. You know how easy it is to slip into that judgment and create those stories about others, and actually we don't know. We don't know if it's easy for them. We just keep ourselves small and safe. You might not take risks. You might not be bold in your approach. The energy is being taken up by looking at what others are doing and then feeling bad about yourself. And if you feel it impacts negatively, I invite you to spend some time understanding where it might have come from. Where did it start showing up? Who are you comparing yourself to? And why might that be? Are you comparing yourself to those who you perceive to be better? Are you comparing yourself to those who you perceive to be worse in a worse off situation? Are you comparing yourself to people who are similar to you, in in a similar social group, but really understanding your perspective on it. One of the ways I think comparison comes up a lot is through social media. Whatever that means for you. It's easy, isn't it, to be scrolling through and seeing what other people are doing and that repetitive, negative thought pattern coming up. There's a lot of shitting, isn't there? Oh, I, I'm... 30 i'm 40 i'm 50 i'm 60 i should have done this by now i should have i should have and so comparing to this weird script that we have in our head about how our lives should play out and when we're not at the place we think we should be it doesn't help us to feel good it can take up a lot of energy thinking about it ruminating on it oh i'm the same age as them yet they're married to this amazing person and they've already got three beautiful children and they holiday every two weeks and and me i'm just stuck here I'm not at that stage. Why? What's wrong with me? What have I done? Ah. And then you're in this rabbit hole going, how did I How did I get here? You know, I just came on to post something. So a couple of really practical suggestions, being really intentional about who you follow. One of the activities I did recently was I went through my social media and deleted some of that, had a less than positive effect on me so it's not that they were making me feel a particular way because you can't really make anyone feel anything but it was that i responded negatively to seeing their posts and a way of me controlling that of solving that was to delete the accounts now one of the things that i tried to do as well is really reframe it I pay attention and I notice I have a particular reaction to someone. If I have time and energy and I remember to do this, I will think about what is that response and can I reframe it? Can I, instead of saying, look how amazing they look, I don't look like that, I'll never be like that, to, wow, that's interesting, what could I learn from that? What could I learn from them? What might they be able to teach me? Okay, I don't I don't want to do it completely in that way because that's not me. That's not my style. That's not my values, whatever. What could I learn from them? And so it's about noticing how you're feeling and noticing where you're resisting, where it might feel a bit icky, where you might start to really judge. And being intentional in your use of social media. If you do need to use it, set yourself a time limit and be really strict with yourself. If you need to post go on and post and then come off straight away. Try not to get sucked into that scrolling. And if you if you do and you feel overwhelmed, you feel stuck, you feel not good enough, then stop. As soon as you notice that, stop and do something else. When we notice we're in this comparing mode, we notice how it feels and it's not helping to make us feel good. How do we circuit break it? And that stopping and doing something else Doing something that can take you out of your head a little bit is always really useful because there is a lot of overthinking that happens, a lot of ruminating. We spend a lot of time in our heads. And so what is the action that you can take, even if it's tiny, that will circuit break that rumination maybe it's doing a crossword maybe it's standing outside and doing some mindfulness maybe it's putting a song on that you love listening to it really loudly whatever works for you but circuit breaking that thinking wherever it shows up for you a lot take regular breaks away from that and find a set of guidelines for yourself And tell people about them so that you're a bit more accountable. As I said to the group last night, one of the things that has helped me enormously over the last 18 months with this is looking at a quote. And if you listen to my episodes regularly, you will know how much I love a quote. And this is Teddy Roosevelt. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I love being reminded of that because it feels so true to me. Comparison is the thief of joy. I hope that's been useful for you. I've got some free workshops coming up and some new group programmes opening. I've got a new membership coming on the 1st of November, which I'm really excited about. And if you want more information, then please do sign up to my newsletter. I will put the link in the show notes. Take very good care.